Uh, today, I want to continue the series, Finish Strong. And I prepare series months and months in advance and message topics oftentimes months in advance. I've prepared this series months in advance. And this particular subject, I really believe, is going to minister deeply to your heart. I believe this is where many of you are today. And if you're going to finish strong, this message is going to be critical. And I want to talk to you about move on. Move on. Sunday, January the 11th, 2015, was a heartbreaking day for me. It's a day I still think about and I have nightmares about. Even thinking about this day right now makes me mad. An injustice occurred that I'm having a hard time getting over. Check this out. Fourth down and two. Here's one down the sideline. Pass caught by Des Bryant. They're going to mark him inside the one. And a brilliant catch by number 88. That was up for grabs, and Des Bryant went up and grabbed it. Well, Sam Shields is in a great position to make a play, but he's 5'11". He goes up, but he's just not able to contend with the six foot two Des Bryant. You see how high he gets to go up and make a play. I haven't seen anybody go up and make plays on balls in the air the way that Des Bryant has. Wow. And now Mike McCarthy is looking to challenge to say that in the process of the catch going to the ground. Green Bay is challenging the ruling right on the field there. of a completed catch. Timeout. It'll be the biggest call of the game. It came on fourth and two. Is it first and goal from inside the one or is it Green Bay's ball? We'll get the call when we come back. After review, it has been determined that the receiver did not maintain possession of the football during the process of the catch. The ball comes loose, hits the ground. Therefore, the ruling is an incomplete forward pass. That was Dallas's fourth down. They will lose the ball on a change of possession on the downs. It will be Green Bay's ball first and ten at the 32-and-a-half-yard line. Green Bay will be out of uh, challenges through the remainder of the game. Somebody give me some Kleenex. I'm just bitter and angry, and I can't move on. <laughs> okay, I'm joking about this incident, kind of. Um, but on a serious note, there are things that happen in life that can be very difficult for us to move on from. It may be a tragedy. It may be an injustice. It may be a loved one who passes away. It may be a horrible childhood that we experienced. It may be a marriage that ended, filing bankruptcy. And here's what I want us to grasp today, that if we're going to finish strong, when a season ends, we have to have the tenacity, we have to have the fortitude, we have to have the strength of the Holy Spirit to be able to move on. We can't finish strong if we don't learn to move on. And I want to share a short scripture with you today. 
And it's easy to read this scripture, to overlook it. Many of you have read it several times and you've just overlooked the power that's packed in this scripture. So much truth from this one little verse. Matthew 13 and verse 53 says, when Jesus had finished, we're in a series called Finish Strong. And in this series, we're examining different portions of scripture that have the word finish or finished in it. And, and we, Jesus had finished these parables. He moved on from there. Come on, everybody say move on. He moved on from there when Jesus finished. He had no more parables to teach at that particular place. So the Bible says he moved on. That season of ministry in that particular region was over, so he moved on. And because Jesus moved on, he finished strong. Many of you know the end of the story. Matthew 27 happened. Jesus died on the cross and rose again because he moved on. But I submit to you that Matthew 27 would have never happened if Jesus would have just stayed in Matthew chapter 13. If Jesus would have camped out in Matthew 13, we would have never experienced Matthew 27 when he hung, bled, and died and rose again. But Jesus didn't camp out in Matthew 13. He moved on and finished strong and I realize that there are some of you you're stuck in Matthew 13 there are many of you that find yourselves there you're under the sound of my voice right now and and you're stuck you're not moving on you're stuck in Matthew 13 you're not letting go you're not moving on you're not going to finish strong if you don't learn to move on. That season is over. You got to learn to move on. Come on, a little audience participation. Just look at your neighbor. Look at your neighbor. Everybody say, move on. Look at they say, move on. Just look at move on. Come on, look at your second choice, the person you don't like as much. Come on, look at them and just say, move on. You got to move on too. Move on. I want to talk to you about three very key areas we have to learn to move on. Number one is this. Move on from difficult seasons. From difficult seasons. Over the years of pastoring, I've pastored People's Church now. It'll be 13 years on Mother's Day. Look forward to a Mother's Day celebration and honoring mothers. I have a very powerful, what I personally believe would be the most powerful message in this series uh, to share with you on Mother's Day and after 13 years of pastoring, 20 years of being in, in ministry, I have seen a lot of people go through difficult seasons. I've seen a lot of people go through difficult seasons and move on in the wrong direction. They move away from God instead of moving towards God. Because of difficult times in their life, I have seen people stop coming to church, stop praying, Stop reading their Bible. Stop worshiping. Because of difficult seasons in life, I've seen people stop serving, stop tithing, stop staying in fellowship with other believers through small groups and community groups. I have seen people move on in the wrong direction. 
And the Bible gives us an example of this in the parable of the sower. In Matthew 13 and beginning in verse 20, Jesus says the seed on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy. They hear the message of the gospel, the message of Jesus, and receive it with joy, verse 21. But since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long. They fall away. They move on in the wrong direction. They fall away as soon as they have problems, trials, tribulations, or are persecuted for believing God's word. They, they fall away. They move in the wrong direction. And I want to say to you people's church, don't allow difficult seasons. Don't allow problems to cause you to fall away. Don't move in the wrong direction during difficult seasons. I want to point out a portion of scripture. Uh, some of you know this portion of scripture. It's a famous psalm. And the psalmist is going through a difficult season. King Saul is trying to kill him, and his name is David. He tries to kill him on numerous occasions. David is running for his life. And in Psalms 23 and verse 1, he writes these words to the Lord. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk. Come on, everybody shout, I walk. I want, I want you to catch that. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. You, I, I, you Lord, I'm, I'm not running away from you during the difficult season. I'm running to you. You are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You, I'm not running away from you. I'm running towards you. You prepare a table for me, before me in the presence of, of my enemies, those who want to kill me. You, I'm running towards you. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. I'm moving on, shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And David would say to you and I, don't allow difficult times to cause you to move in the wrong direction. Don't get stuck in difficult seasons. David said, I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Now, now he said in a verse earlier or so, he said, God makes me to lie down in green pastures. And sometimes the pastures are green, things are going good, and you just lie down. You build a campfire. You build a tent. But David said, yeah, I lie down in green pastures, but when I'm going through the valley of the shadow of death, he says, I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I don't build a tent. I don't build a campfire. I don't stay there. I don't lie down there. I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I don't get stuck in difficult seasons. I keep moving towards God. Listen, following Christ is about forward motion, and God will lead you beside still waters, even during difficult seasons, if you just keep walking, if you just learn to move on. You lost your job. Move on. Your spouse divorced you. Move on. Nothing seems to be going right in your life. Move on. You're going through the valley of the shadow of death. 
move on. You have to learn to move on, not in the wrong direction, away from God, but in the right direction towards God. Keep moving. Number two is this. There's a, a second critical area that I want us to look at today, and that is move on from sin. Move on from sin. Another reason people don't finish strong is because they get stuck in sin. Sin is like a spider's web. Yesterday, I went outside, and we have some patio furniture outside, and I was going to sit down in one of the chairs, and I noticed that there were spider webs connected to the chair and to the table. And every chair I went to, there was spider webs connected to the chair and to the table. And so I thought, well, I'm not sitting, I'm not sitting down right now, and I grabbed a piece of cardboard and found and I just start scraping off all the spider webs off the chair and off the table and got them all cleaned off. And, and then I was getting ready to sit down and I, it dawned on me where there's spider webs, there's spiders. So I didn't sit down. I began to look and said, well, where are these spiders? I didn't see spiders. And I noticed there were spiders, three of them in the chair, on the chair. And so found the spiders, knocked them off. And I killed the spiders, and I still didn't sit down. Amen. But that's another story to tell another day. But those spiders, they, they, they make those webs because insects fly into them. Insects crawl into them not knowing that the web is sticky. And they get stuck on the web, and then, and then the spider, the enemy, comes and puts poison into them and sucks out the nutrition out of out of the insect and sin is a lot like that web we get trapped in sin it's a sticky web and you want to move forward and you see God's destiny and you see the future God has for you and you see the light and you see the sun and you you see the trees and yet you can't go anywhere because you're stuck in the web First Peter talks a little bit about sin in First Peter 4 and verse 1. It says, so then, since Christ suffered physical pain, you must arm yourselves with the same attitude he had and be ready to suffer too. For if you have suffered physically for Christ, you have finished, you finished with sin. Now, when he says you finished with sin, doesn't mean you won't ever sin. Doesn't mean you won't ever blow it. Doesn't mean you won't ever make a mistake. I want you to see what he says when he says you finished with sin. He describes what that looks like in verse 2. He says you won't spend the rest of your lives chasing your own desires. When you've given your life to Jesus, you, you don't spend the rest of your life living for yourself and doing what you want to do and justifying why you're in sin. He says, no, you, you live your life to, lives to, pre, but to please God. You don't stay in the web of sin. You don't chase your own desires. You move on. And he goes on to say, but you will be anxious 
to do the will of God. You're anxious to please God. Would that be a true statement of you that you're anxious to do the will of God? You're anxious to finish strong. You're not stuck in the spider web of sin, but no, you're moving on and you want to please God. You want to do his will. You want him to use your life for his glory. You want him to use your life to build his kingdom. You want him to use your life to advance the kingdom of God. You want to do the will of God and finish strong. So you move on from sin. He goes on to describe what it looks like in verse 3. He says, you have had enough in the past of the evil things that godless people enjoy. He says, people who don't know Jesus, they actually enjoy sin. They're, they're, They're trapped in the spider web of sin. They don't even realize it. And they enjoy sin. They enjoy being trapped they're in the sticky web of sin, and they're like, hey, I'm having a good time. Hey. Like, no, you're stuck. You don't even know. Hey, I'm having a good time. Oh, you're stuck. You're stuck. And he says, they enjoy it. And there are some Christians that, that are stuck in the spider web of sin, and, and they want to move forward. They see what God has for them, but they're stuck, and they're trapped in the same old mess, the, the same old sin, the, the same old habits of sin, and they're, they're stuck. And he says, listen, you got to get sick and tired of being sick and tired. You got to get tired of being trapped in the web. So he says, you have had enough in the past of the evil things that the godless people enjoy. And now he starts to describe some of those things godless people enjoy. He says, their immorality and lust, their feasting and drunkenness and wild parties, and their terrible worship of idols. Of course, your former friends are surprised when you no longer plunge into the flood of wild and destructive things they do. So they slander you. You no longer live like your old friends. You don't live that old life. You don't do what you used to do. You have moved on because sin will hinder you from finishing strong. You have to move on out of the web. I like how the writer of Hebrews chapter 12 talks about the web, the entanglement of sin and how it keeps us from running and moving on in God. It says in verse number one, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses in Hebrews 12, he says, let us throw off Throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. We're going to come back to that word. So easily entangles and let us run. Let us move on. Let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. And you can't run the race that God has marked out for your life when you're entangled in sin. Sin will entangle you. It slows you down. I have a pair of my running shoes here and these these Nikes here, they're, 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 they're entangled. The shoestrings are tied together. They're entangled, and you can't run fast when the shoestrings are tied together. I submit to you, you can't run at all when the shoestrings are tied. You try to run when the shoestrings are tied together, you're going to fall. 
You might be able to inch your way. If I tied my shoes together right now, I could inch my way. I'm not going very fast. Though I see my future, though I see my destiny, though I see all that God wants to do in my life and through my life, as soon as I try to run, I'm going to fall down if my shoestrings are tied together. There was no one at the marathon today that had their shoestrings tied together trying to run because you can't run that way. And, and, and the writer says, you, it, you get easily entangled in sin. He says, throw that off so that you can run the race that God has marked out for you, that you can run, that you can move on, that you can move forward and run the race. He says, throw it off, throw off the sin, throw off the addiction, throw off the lying, throw off the club and the bar scene, throw off the pornography, throw off the bad relationships, throw off the wrong friends, throw off the greed throw off the pride why so that you can run the race marked out for you you know what some of you need to do you've been entangled you see God's future you see what God wants to do in your life you have a taste of it you can kind of get a glimpse of it and you have to get untangled today and throw it off so that you can begin to run the race that God has for your life because right now you're stuck in your sin that so easily entangles so many people and you have to get free today by the power of the Holy Spirit that you can run the race that God has for your life. Move on from sin. Look at your neighbor and just say, is he preaching to you today? You don't have to answer back, but just look at him and say, is he preaching to you? Is he preaching? You don't have to answer me. Don't answer. I'm just asking a question I want you to ponder. Move on from sin. Number three, number three, there's a third key element we have to learn to move on from to finish strong, and that is move on from the past. Move on from the past. I want to talk to you about two people who got stuck in the past. They could not get past the past. They could not move on from their past. I want to talk to you about a lady and a man. First, let's look at the lady in Genesis 19 and verse 26. It says, but Lot's wife looked back and she became a pillar of salt. She couldn't get to her future because she was stuck looking back at the past. If you're not familiar with the story, there was a city called Sodom and Gomorrah. It was a wicked city, a lot of sin taking place and Lot was a righteous man, and God was going to destroy the city and spare Lot and his family. And God gave Lot and his family specific instructions. He said, leave this city. And he said, don't look back. Don't look back. And they left the city as God had commanded. But Lot's wife, the Bible says, looked back. This is such an important story. It shows up in the New Testament. And Jesus simply says this, remember Lot's. Wife, and instead of moving forward into what God had for her, instead of moving forward with her babies and her husband into the future God had for her, she looked back. 
And some of you are like Lot's wife. You are stuck looking back in the past. You're looking back instead of looking forward. You have to stop focusing on what you lost. Stop focusing on what you left. You say, well, I left that behind, but quit focusing. That's what Lot's wife did. She was focused on what she left behind. Stop focusing on what could have been. Well, if I just, what could have been? Well, if I would have just stayed in some Sodom, if, if well, what if this would have worked out? Well, what if that, well, it's not going to work out. It's over. And you got to learn to move on. The reason the windshield in your car is so large and the rearview mirror is so small is because what happened in your past isn't near as important as what God has for your future. And yet you get stuck in the past. You get stuck in the rearview mirror. You get stuck living life trying to drive forward and looking backwards and you can't receive all that God has for your life. And he has more. He wants to do more. He wants to work in your life and through your life. So much more he wants to do in and through you, and you can't experience it. You can't finish strong by looking back. There's a, a second person I want us to see, and it's a man found in Matthew 27, beginning in verse 3. It says, when Judas, who had betrayed him, who had betrayed him, Jesus, Judas betrayed Jesus saw that Jesus was condemned. He was seized with remorse, with guilt, with condemnation, and returned the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priest and the elders. Judas betrayed Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. I'll ask the keyboard player just to come out and immediately just begin to play softly as I just wrap up the message and minister to hearts for the next few moments. He goes on to say in verse 4, I have sinned, he said, for I have betrayed innocent blood. What is that to us, he replied? That's your responsibility. So Judas threw the money into the temple and left. Hear this church. Then he went away and hanged himself. He went away and hanged himself. Judas couldn't receive forgiveness in the present because he was stuck in the past. He could not get past the past. People, church, hear, hear your pastor today. Don't get stuck in the past. The challenge with the past is it's finished. It's over. You can't rewrite it. You can't get in a time machine and go back and undo it or get a redo or do it over. What has happened has happened, and there's nothing you and I can do about the past and maybe you find yourself stuck because of the wild life you lived you're stuck perhaps because of the abortion you had or the divorce is final or the mistake you made or the money you lost or the hurt you inflicted on someone or they inflicted on you and people's church, you cannot go back 
and get a brand new start. You cannot go back and get a brand new start, but you can start today and get a brand new end. You can start today by moving forward in God and get a brand new end. You got to move on. Every person, hear me today, every person, every person God has used in a powerful way had to move on from the past so they could finish strong. Every person God's ever used in a powerful way had to move on. Moses was a murderer, but he moved on. David was an adulterer and a murderer, but he moved on. Rahab was a prostitute, but she moved on. Gideon was insecure because of his family and his upbringing, but he moved on. Ruth's husband died, but she moved on. Job lost all his money and his children all died on the same day, but he moved on. Zacchaeus was a thief, but he moved on. Peter denied Christ three times. But he moved on. Paul persecuted. He was known as Saul. Persecuted the church and authorized the killing of Christians. But he moved on. Jesus suffered, hung, bled, and died. But three days later, he moved on. And you've got to learn how to move on. You can't get stuck in the past. God has so much more. And I'm reminded of the parable of Jesus. He finished the parables in that city. And that season was over. And he moved on. That season is over in your life. God's not done with you. But you have to learn how to move on if you're going to finish strong.